Does the day you were born impact whether you're a great leader? Can astrology unlock the pathway to leadership success? Hi, I'm Josephine Corcoran, holistic career coach and astrologer, and my podcast, Astrology for Leaders, Aligning Your Career to Your Purpose, is where we'll find out. I've been an executive coach for over 20 years, facilitating and training leaders to achieve professional and personal goals and practicing astrology for the last 15 years. I also appreciate the profound impact of connecting leaders to their unique astrological blueprint to give them access to their leadership abilities around governing, strategy, communication, relating, driving and empathy. Over the coming weeks, I'll be interviewing leaders using their birth chart as a lens to explore how they've harnessed their strengths, overcome challenges and found meaning in their work. My desire in sharing these accomplished leaders' stories is to demonstrate the extraordinary benefit of understanding your unique astrological blueprint to enable you to work in a way that is equally impactful and fulfilling and to learn a few interesting facts along the way. Hello and welcome to this week's Astrology for Leaders. Today I'm so thrilled to be speaking with Hannah Gammon. Hannah is an entrepreneur by nature and a molecular biologist by training, and she is the co-founder and chair of Jungle Fi, which is Australia's leading plant technology and living infrastructure company. Jungle Fi is on a mission to bring nature back into our cities and to resolve some of the biggest challenges facing humankind. Jungle Fi believes that biophilic and plant-based technologies have the ability to help solve challenges such as air pollution, declining biodiversity and increasing city temperatures, all which are directly or indirectly linked to the fact that humans have disconnected from the natural world. Jungle Fi wants to reverse this trend by growing plants everywhere, on the walls of car parks and highways, inside and outside buildings, along laneways and on rooftops on rooftops, in fact, anywhere that you can imagine. Hannah has a firm devotion to the natural world and her thirst for excellence has been pivotal in connecting the science behind Jungle Fi's products and tra transforming it into a valuable commercial enterprise. As Jungle Fi's strategic head and chair, Hannah is dedicated to the operational success of Jungle Fi, which has seen the business grow substantially, delivering some of Australians Australia's most iconic living and infrastructure projects. And now she is on a mission to help nature reclaim our cities and as such help to pivot the human species, an objective not for the faint-hearted indeed. Hannah, thank you so much for joining me and welcome. Thanks, Jo. I'm thrilled to be here also. Fantastic. So before we go anywhere, Hannah, I'd love to can't you just to share a tiny bit about Jungle Fire and how it came into being and the leadership role that you have in the business? Okay, so my dear husband and I, Jock, um, started our joint venture in 2003 in more um, traditional form of landscaping. When we um, ran a company called Green Rooms, we used to design and build residential landscapes. Um, and it was around 2007 when we um, joined a seminar about green roofs, um, which was really pivotal in that it really triggered something within us in, in terms of really just waking up to the potential of our urban um, 
places and um really that was the trigger for us to start really thinking and um stewing the idea of of a new venture where we could green our urban places because we saw the trend very much going uh, the right i'm sorry the wrong direction uh, became very urbanized and not really fit for people but places that was really just thrive for efficiencies and things that really don't um, support thriving communities so in 2009, um, so we did some work in 2009, we uh, officially launched Jungle Fire, which was then an offshoot of the uh, previous company. And um, a couple of years later, we were awarded the contract for One Central Park, which is the, one of the iconic buildings here in Sydney. Mm. And it really was those sort of key events that then allowed us and enabled us to, to really um, focus on Jungle Fire and move away from the, the old business and, and really Put, put everything we had uh, in the jungle fire. Um, my role, it's funny because I'm a, I'm a scientist by training, whereas Jock um, is um, um, accountant by training. So uh -huh. we've trained in those areas, but yet we've flipped. So I'm actually looking, I'm the numbers and the visionary and sort of the nose of the board as he calls me. And he's very much the um, innovator in terms of the plants and products, uh, um, the engine as he calls it. So um, we play very um, compl uh, complementing roles. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's where we are today. I love that. The fact that you started off as the scientist and now find yourself at the helm and he was he was traditionally the person more maybe at the front end and he's now making sure that the innovation and everything keeps happening in the engine room. So thank you for sharing that. I um, wanted to also ask you, what does leadership mean to you and why do you think it's so important for people to step into their leadership qualities today, especially today? Um, yeah, it's a very good question. I think uh, our today's world's very much um, crowded by a lot of noise, you know, um, there's a, a media plays a huge part in, in talking to us all the things that are not necessarily going right um, in the world. And I think that people can, it can be quite hard to find uh, direction or sense, sense of purpose or connection within that noise. Um, and I think that's where the leader, leaderships and leaders come into their own. I once heard a, a really great, uh, quote about leadership or a leader and that said that a leader is someone who knows the way shows the way and goes the way and in my mind that summarizes really the key abilities I guess of a leader um, knows the way being the the visionary the someone who sees something that's not yet in existence um, shows the way having clarity to to see what needs to be done in terms of the building structures and teams to, to get to that vision. And goes the way um, being, being authentic uh, in your pursuit of that vision. So really talking the talk and being brave um, and authentic in your actions and follow that vision because sometimes that might 
um, that there might not be structures to follow because it is something so visionary. So you got to be brave, do things differently and do things that are new. So leadership to me really is not a, a authority or title. It's very much uh, about leading by example and very much taking action. Yeah, which actually is a lovely segue into starting to talk about your chart and doing a little bit more of a deep dive. But uh, before we do, I, I just for the sake of the listeners out there, um, the first time that Hannah had her birth chart read was with me recently. And I just wondered if you could share how the process of having your chart read potentially has changed your perception of using astrology as a tool to understand self. Um, I always had um, sort of a little inkling or interest um, of the other side, if you like. As I said, I'm a scientist by training, so very much data and facts and face um, based. But I've had also a lot of empirical um, experiences in my life that relate to the spiritual experiences or even, um, even more so strongly on intuition and related things. So... And science, as it is today, can't yet explain those things, yet I don't think that means they can't exist. So I've always been sort of intrigued about what those things might be about. And so um, when you came along and we had those few um, fantastic random conversations, it's something that really hasn't left me. I really wanted to explore that. Um, and I think the the reading that you did, I really wanted to see whether my quite intuitive and strong sense of self and how I live would be reflected uh, through astrology, which I must say it, it really did. And it really took me um, a few days to get over <laughs> the whole thing because it was very poignant. Um, but I think what it really does do and help you it's a tool to really reaffirm the path you're on and the the things to focus and and things to leave behind so that's been really really so interesting yeah uh, <clears throat> it always warms my heart to hear that and coming back to the the concept of leadership and how you what it means to you it's it's really no surprise to me when I look at your chart that you're not just about having the vision and about getting other people to come on board, but it's also about creating something, you know, it's creating something from nothing and then having the passion to be able to, to see that through, to actually live the experience as well and have that as an authentic vision that you want to pursue wholeheartedly, which is my take on what you were describing as what a leader means. And uh, Hannah has a, a, a four planets, uh, very important planets, because it's the sun which rules her, so, her inner sovereign and her inner leader. Mercury, which is the intellect and the mind and the way that she thinks things through. The moon, which is her inner nurturer and what is essentially... Um, gives gives rise to what she needs around her to thrive as well as venus which is how she relates to others she has all four of those planets in leo now leo is a very fixed 
fire sign. It's all about creative expression. And it's all about bringing, being a, being a fire sign. It's about creating this, this vision, but having this warmth and this charisma and this energy when you come up with something that you want to do and having this passion that sits behind it, behind it makes Leo a very powerful leadership energy. And it's not just about coming up with the concept, but the Leo wants to make it manifest. It wants to create it. It wants to bring it into being by actively embodying it, that sense of creative expression. So <clears throat> when I describe that, that, um, that energy, and also I do want to, I, I also want to share that with Mercury in Leo, which you have, it does bring through an energy of being a very, having a strong opinion about things and also being a very independent thinker. So how do you resonate with those qualities and how do you leverage those qualities as a leader in the business? Okay, so... <laughs> um... I certainly can see the uh, strong opinions and the, and the free thinking as, as some of my traits and how I think they've manifested themselves over the years is that um, I tend to agitate a bit um, because I'm, I, we might be pondering a, a business challenge or there's an issue and um, so how I typically operate is I, I, I do a, a lot of thinking and I formulate an opinion and then I like to um, put that out to the, the community to, to then respond. And so I, I'm, I'm not afraid of testing a different opinion or different um, a way of doing things or thinking things differently. So I certainly see that that is, I do agitate sometimes purposefully because I think that's where change happens. So I think someone needs to do that. So I, I quite happily do that. I'm not afraid of confrontation. So I think that's where that sort of plays a role. Um, and you also mentioned the creativity. Um, and I think, you know, those sort of things come from, um, or then they manifest themselves in the, in the way that I'm not really bound by rules. And what that means, it's not, I'm not a rule breaker. I'm not a, uh, <laughs> uh, I'm not a, um, that way agitating, but I don't really necessarily bind myself by accepting notions. I quite like be different and I don't want to follow things just because everyone always has is, you know, it has to make sense. And um, that's where I think my creativity also some comes sometimes comes through is that, yeah, I'm not, I'm not the one to follow the rules, but if there's a better way, then there's absolutely no reason not to find it and do things better. Yeah. Okay. So being able to create a new way forward maybe versus necessarily part following the path well-trodden is a part of that. So seeing new ways of doing things, and also with the Mercury, that brings through that Mercury is, represents not only the mind, but also the voice and, and really sharing your opinion. Um, 
gives you, with it in Leo, it actually gives you a lot of power to be very influential and to help others see your vision, you know, through your language, through the words that you're choosing to inspire them because Leo is very inspirational in its, in its own right. Um, <clears throat> and so there's another aspect, there's a, there's a couple of other things that are going on with where the sun and Mercury in the third house of your chart, which is very much the third house is connected to um, communication. And because the sun is in the third house, it does bring through this strength in, in communicating and a passion for communicating and talking about things and sharing things, but also doing things in your local neighborhood because third house is local neighborhood and local community is something that comes up. Those two planets are making what's called a trine, which is an easy connection with um, Chiron, which is the wounded healer up in the 11th house. And that part of the chart where, where Chiron is, it's like there is this, there's this part of you that has a deep sense of compassion for those that don't necessarily easily fit into group settings. And it's also connected to a part of your chart, which is about which is the North Node and the North Node is the symbol of your purpose and what it is that you're here to do in this lifetime. And with the North Node in Sagittarius, it's about changing people's beliefs, helping people see that there's a new way to do things and a new way to move things forward, especially in and around the way that we work and the way that we live on a day-to-day -day basis because it's in the sixth house. So there is this strong gift that you've got in fire signs, which brings through that high energy and this desire to be creative and to, to change things up a little bit. Um, how do you relate when I talk about those three different parts of your chart? How, how do you feel like they've fed or spurred you on those three pieces of you? Uh, I connect quite very strongly with those. Um, and the reason why I say that is that um, um, I have always had this sense of, as you, as you said, um, wanting to change uh, something for better. And um, when I do, and I'm a quite a big picture thinker. Um, so when I think about big things, I like big words like humanity and uh, human species. Um, I think there's such a huge opportunity for us to really do some growing up as, as a species. And whilst jungle buys a, a part of a, um, a tool for us to get on that path um, by creating thriving communities in resilient cities, for me, the underlying purpose and the, the passion is about us as humans to find, I guess, the peace in which we we live i think we're living in this crazy time where we've lost the connectedness and we don't really feel we belong or we don't know what it is we belong to and we're seeking something rather than i don't i don't think we feel at ease um, as big community and what i'd love to be part of is to formulating the new path, being part of the change where we as a collective can decide that the, the trajectory that we were on wasn't serving us 
as a species. He wasn't serving us humans. He wasn't serving the natural world. And what we can do, and the tools are right in front of our eyes, it is not complicated to really make a conscious choice and choose a different path. Mm. That will then deliver on, on all fronts, you know, the, the sense of connectedness from which sense of care comes from. Um, care for yourself, how we treat our own bodies and our own minds and how we look after ourselves and our families and friends and our communities we live in and the natural world, the plants and the animals. Uh, it, it, it makes such sense in my mind. And so that is really the change I believe um, is right in front of waiting for us to, to really just make those conscious choices. And I want to be part of try and you know collect the troops and get us all going because I think it'd be fantastic yeah and look I just I've got goosebumps all over as I hear you describing that that readiness that we all that human humans have for change and we're at this this extraordinary period in time where there's a massive tipping point and with your chart and having Chiron, which is the wounded healer in the 11th house, there's, there's also this part of you that's got this deep appreciation for those that um, have suffered some kind of a wound somehow in a group setting. And it could well be that concept of just humans suffering the wound in their own communities and you being really motivated to find a way to help people heal. So it sounds like Jungle Fi, because you're starting with the cities and creating greener cities and creating better environments for us to work in and live in. But that's like a platform for you, Hannah. There's this, that's the, that's the route in. And yet there's, and then there's this whole other world of ways that we can create healing for people in our communities. Is that? I realise that. But yeah. as an action person, you know, I'm very impatient to get to the end goal. So <laughs> that's, again, part that it's very poignant for me is to, to just, you know, break it down and, you know, create that part for myself, which I know it's there and I, I, can, I can see it, but I'm, I'm very uh, impatient to, to get to the end point. But you're quite right. There's this, but there is this, um, yeah, the passion is there. Passion is not going anywhere. That, that fire is in you. It's, it's, it's there to make things happen. So the other, there's a, there's a few other parts of your chart that I wanted to explore and going from fire and the passion of fire and moving into the serenity and the calm of water. Hannah's got her rising sign or the ascendant in her chart, which is a reflection of the way that people first meet her and experience her often is what the rising sign in our chart represents. And hers is in cancer. And the energy of cancer is about nurturing and wrapping your arms around people and really a deep appreciation for the familial environment. Mm -hmm. How, as a leader, do you um, connect into this concept of family or and wanting to kind of wrap your arms around others? How has that taken shape for you, Hannah? Um, having pondered on this uh, after, after our days, it's, it's quite clear for me on both fronts. And when I say both fronts, I mean personal and business. And whilst I say that, they're not actually two, two different things. You know, I come to work very much the way I am at home. And, and 
how that plays out for me is that well at home when I whenever I am um, I like fun being a Leo and yeah <laughs> um, I love people to come to my home so whenever you come to my home and we have fun you know that equals nice dinner parties or house parties and I like every everyone always to feel special when they come and the same translates to work so we, for example, we go once a year, we take the whole team and all of their families to our Christmas getaway. And I cook, I have, that is my gift because I love cooking. And I, that's a very, another creative part of me um, is that I want to cook for those people, you know, and, and there I go cooking away the whole week and it's 60 people I'm serving food. But I insist on doing it because I think for me, it's such a, it's the way I really show my love and my care and, and it brings people to the table and food and what we put in our bodies is such a critical piece of this whole um, healing process that to me it just encapsulates what I want for people. Oh, lucky them. Your employees are lucky people to have you at the helm to, to make, to create that kind of uh, environment for them. And, and look, one of the other things, just to get a tiny bit technical, if you'll allow me, is that cancer being a water sign and being very much about putting your arms around people is ruled by the moon. And so we look in your chart to where the moon is and the moon is in Leo. So the, the Leo wants to have, that's what brings through that strong desire for the fun and the party and the music and, you know, not just making people feel comfortable, but it's like, now let's have some fun. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's get that, that fun, fiery party energy going on. Um, the other thing that's going on on your chart, which I think brings through this really strong sense of responsibility and reliability, and you often see it prevalent in leaders' charts. And Hannah has got Saturn, the planet which rules responsibility and, and wisdom and business, is um, sitting in on top of her ascendant. So what that brings through is a strong sense of um, really, you can leave things with me. I've got this. If I say I'm going to do it, I follow through. And it also brings, brings about this kind of strategic quality of being able to look to the long term and then be able to have the patience. To, to see it through. Now, I know that's in conflict with the fire within you, but you do have an ability to be able to hold something for quite a long period of time, knowing that it will eventually come, even if internally the fire's like, let's get this thing on the road. Can you see that in the way that you lead, with the way that you do strategic planning or in the way that you kind of manage your own vision in, visions for the business? Yes, I absolutely think, and I, I'm, I often maybe gave it out to the fact that I'm from a Finnish culture, which is very, um, I guess, described as people are very trustworthy and dependable. So I've often thought that, you know, my, you can count on my words, so I do what I say. And I, so, um, so that's definitely true um, and how I, how I am. Um, uh, run uh, run also in the business plus it's it's setting that example you know we need to be accountable in a business for uh, certain things and 
you can't really be accountable unless you deliver on your promise and do as you, you said. So, um, and this long-term notion of long-term, it's a journey. Life is a journey and things come and they take shape and formulate. And that's something I'm definitely learning as I, as I grow and mature, I guess, um, is that I've stopped to seek always the end result because there's really no end result. Um, things, things do evolve and take shape. So um, that's where the patience gets tested. But, you know, I'm working on that and I realize that it doesn't, doesn't serve me on being too impatient on things because there might be other things I haven't considered around the corner that might come and affect the way things will go. So I'll certainly, um, I'm very mindful of both of those areas and, and um, I think they both play a key role in the considered leadership um, and in the way we run businesses. It, it can't be very cowboy gun hole yeah. style. Yeah. And also the energy of Saturn, which is about being very hardworking and, you know, you put it, you put in as much as you expect from the people that you engage in the business. And, and I think one of the other things just to add to that, because I have met Hannah through our children and always been impressed by the juggling act that goes on when we might meet up mid-afternoon on the, the soccer pitch <laughs> with the kids. But there is, you know, there is this... Um, a bit, there's this importance for you, this equal amount of responsibility and importance for the role of mother and looking after your tribe and brood at home as much as doing that, you know, on, on a kind of almost an equal basis for the business um, and the importance of both of those worlds coming through for you. I'm going to just finish by talking about one other component in Hannah's chart. There are so many wonderful um, aspects to explore but just for the sake of time I wanted to finish by talking about the fact that her MC or midheaven which is the part of the chart that reflects your career and the kind of um, the professional legacy that you uh, that you're here to leave behind and how other people see you and how they kind of the the vibe that you put out in in a professional sense and in Hannah's case it's ruled by Pisces which is another water sign so the energy of Pisces is very much um, very about uh, empathetic it's very caring um, very compassionate it's also highly creative because and very very imaginative it's the it's a mutable water sign and of all of the zodiac signs it's the sign that's probably the most strongly connected to this concept of the veil between earth and universe universal energy so it hasn't really got strong boundaries but that's what makes it so um strong it brings through the strong energy of being able to feel things really really deeply and being very compassionate and so i i'm just curious for you about how whether you see this as informing your desire to serve humanity in some way because there's a strong level of service that comes through with it and it's also very creative as well um and because Jupiter, which is the traditional ruler of Pisces, is sitting very close to that, that's kind of magnifying this, this compassion and this, this desire to, to really help 
not just on an individual basis, but like a bigger picture, bigger scale. I always describe Pisces energy on the people side as the Mother Teresa energy. Um, on, on the musical side, it might be, you know, a Daniel Johns or, you know, a, 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 some kind of um, musician. How, how do you connect in with that energy in the way that you lead and how it inspires you? Yeah, very much. Um, because like you said, it is the, uh, the humanity again, what we talk about. And I, when I really think about it, I think it really stems from the fact that I feel strongly that I'm on a, on a, I'm on a journey or adventure that we call life. And so is everyone else. I feel we all, well, which we all are, but I very strongly feel that we are all the same and that um, we all take turns in feeling vulnerable or less capable or less strong. And so what I feel my purpose and where I really draw a huge sense of satisfaction is at those times and on a on a larger scale on a it is not on one-to-one -one, but it is because it, that's why i started that we're all the same it's because it's applicable to everybody you can mm. do it on one-on-one -on -one, but it applies across humans because all the human experience is the same we go through the same emotions and that's why i feel empathetic to people is because the person that we might be critical of is someone else's son or someone's dad. You know, it is, it is being able to step in those people's shoes from that angle. And once you flip it in that way, then you start to understand and question people's motives for uh, why or, you know, reasons why they have found them in a, in a tricky situation. So no one's perfect you know i haven't lived the perfect life and and i don't believe anyone does and i think we all need second chances because we're all the same and we have to allow each other that growth and that development and support each other on that and that mm -hmm. is where i feel i would love to be able to support people in that growth um because again, I don't think it's complicated. It's actually a, a, a handful of small basic things that really um, catalyze and set in motion a huge change where big things come from. Um, so I apply that to my children. I apply that to my friends. I apply it to myself at work. I, I think it's just, we're all the same and we just all have to contribute, be conscious of, of who we are and how the choices we make. And yeah, it's not so complicated. You make it sound so straightforward. One thing that's really jumping out for me as you're talking is that concept of almost suspending judgment and just being present with how that person is in the here and the now and recognising that everybody comes to where they are with different stories that will be leading to the reason they're behaving the way that they are or they're in the situation that they're in, but to just be with that for what it is versus putting them in a box. 
treating them in the present moment. Yeah. I think that's very strong and very powerful. Um, and to be around a leader with that point of view, when you're having a crappy day or a crappy week or things are falling apart for whatever reason, or you just can't get things done the way you'd like to at the time, just to have an ear, someone to listen and someone that's available to support you is very, is wonderful. So I could actually go on and talk for hours. There's so many amazing parts, as I said before, to Hannah's chart. But I, I would love if you, um, I think you've really answered this question already, but I'll, I'll throw it in again. From your perspective and the experience you had with me, how do you think that the concept of astrology could potentially help other listeners to unlock their pathway to leadership success? I think it all starts of self-awareness, ability to look inside and take it, take it for whatever it is. It's, it's good as it is. And it's just a recognition that we are all on a, a journey that really is never end. So there's always room to improve. It doesn't mean, mean one has to change or some drastic personalities have to change. It's really just taking what you have because um, we all have our strengths and then just honing in on those and really making them work for you the best, um, the best they can. I, I think it, it all is around that awareness and recognition and then working, working with that. Mm, powerful indeed. So what can listeners look out for next from Hannah Gammon and from Jungle Fi? What's the next big project that we can be tuning into? Well, um, I can't reveal the next big projects, I'm, I'm afraid. But what I can say is that um, certainly we are looking to emerge from this crazy past 12 months as a group of even more dedicated and passionate people as before who really want to be part of a change and um, we want to be part of a 21st century business that is driven by the right metrics which is about people and the natural world and um, profit is the en enabler of all that but that is not the sole focus um, so yeah, we want to be the game changers. We want to have challenging com conversations. We want to agitate. Um, we want to help people be brave and do things differently. So I hope that in the next 12 to 24 months, we can see some of those seeds being sown and, and hopefully that'll result in a better, better urban places for us all. Well, if that's not inspiration for you, I don't know what is. Hannah Gammon, thank you so much for your time today. So appreciate talking to you and hearing your perspective on, on not just leadership, but what's important today in, in the period of 2020 and beyond. Where can people go to find out more about Jungle Fi if they'd like to do some research or dig deep? The website's the best. So that's www junglefi.com.au fantastic and i'll make sure i put it in the notes beneath this episode so once again hannah thank you so much 
Thanks, Joe. It's been so fascinating. Thank you. If you would like to know more about me, visit josephinecorcoran.com. I work with individuals and organisations supporting and creating sustainable change in careers and workplaces. You can also follow me on Facebook. Just go to at Josephine Corcoran Holistic Career Coach and like the page. And also my Instagram account at josephine.corcoran. Love to connect with you there. Thanks for listening and I look forward to you joining me for more leadership wisdom here on Astrology for Leaders.